Every life has a story, and every story is worth sharing. Your story, my story, and our story speak of victory and defeat, joy and sorrow, resilience and vulnerability. They are not just our story. They are Christ's story in us. They are Kingdom Stories from Down Under. I met her in 2019 in October. She came in our, in our community and um, she was on furlough from uh, Cambodia. We soon found out that we had common friends and I had been to Cambodia and somehow we didn't meet there, but we had so much in common. Because of COVID, she had to stay behind and now she's part of our family. She's like an ate or an ibu, if you're Australian, an auntie. And it's such a privilege to have her in our family here in Australia. Welcome to the show, Pushpa Nabab. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Stories from Down Under is our show. And Pushpa, you are with the lights around you, with cameras around you. And we want you to share the story of what the Lord has done in your life. You came here in 2019 in October, mm. initially on furlough. How long were you supposed to be here for? Two years. Oh, for two years? Yeah. Because of COVID, you're probably going to stay a bit longer than that. We don't know. I don't know. But you found a, a beautiful place where you could uh, yes. just be yourself with our church family yes. and also with these beautiful people. So yes. you were born in Singapore. Yes, I was born in Singapore, 1952. 1952. We just celebrated your birthday the other yeah, night. Yesterday, yesterday. 11th yeah. of April. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. And um, so 1952, so this is after the war. Um, how was Singapore during that time? Oh, uh, just still... Oh, 1952. I think we were still just developing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, development going on. Yeah. Yeah, starting to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What What's your first memory of childhood? My first memory? Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we grew up on a little island mm -hmm. uh, to the south of Singapore, Pulabuko. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, because my father was working for Shell Company. Yes. Yeah, so the island of Pulabuko was a Shell um, installation center, yeah. stored and storage also. So um, it was small. There was only one primary school, very few families, but it was good because, uh, yeah, we were free to run around. Yeah. Play around, no problems. Uh, yeah, so um, there were many of us. My parents had many children. There were ten of us. Ten children in your family? Yeah, there are ten of us. Five boys and five girls. Wonderful. Yeah, so uh, it's seven right now in Australia and three still in Singapore. Yeah, so... Growing up on that island was good because it was small and we knew every, practically everybody. And I remember even staying one night at one of my teacher's house overnight. Yeah. You know, and we knew each other. It was good. 
was close, nice. close knit family, and uh, yeah, there was an island to the south, Bukumkachil. We even went because we had a lady who came in to wash the clothes. My, there were so many children. My mother was too busy, so she came in, and we even went across in a little boat sampan and visited her house and so on. You know, so it was a close community, like yeah, beautiful. So it was good, yeah. So. Um, Growing in, in growing up in this family, what was it like for you? What was it like? Uh, there were many of us, and uh, I, I mean, we were all different. So, I, I, I'm one of those who would. Uh, I think I'm, I, 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 I was quieter. Yeah. I, I sort of kept more to myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. December is holidays, so that's where where we would have the opportunity to go to mainland Singapore, where my uncles and aunties are. And so my brothers and, you know, they would take the opportunity, everybody wants to go, but I would, I'm one of those who'd rather stay home. Okay. I didn't, like, you know, jump to go off, you know. But, but when, but we did go, I did go out and stayed with grandma or stayed with uncles, aunties or something So grandma like was on the mainland? Yeah. Okay. So uh, uncles and aunties all on the mainland, only my father and our family only on, on this. So how long were you on the island? Island, oh dear, maybe up to, I think maybe I was 10, 11 like that. Then we went to uh, mainland. You moved? Yes, because uh, most families were asked to move. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted to, um, they wanted to uh, expand the um, refinery and the installation uh, facilities. Yes. So the families had to leave. Mm-hmm. Only the um, the bosses or something was stayed there. The main bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was it, it a big change for you to come on on uh, into the big city? It was, but but it, we we were young, so you know we. Didn't think much about it. Yeah. I didn't think much about it. Yeah, was it I an apartment that you so- lived in? Uh, uh, where? In Singapore. In mainland. The in the mainland. Mainland, yeah. We had a, we had a house, yeah. A house. Yeah, yeah. We had a house. And the school? Yeah, so, yeah, we changed school. We had to. Was yeah. a big shock? Big change? Yes, it was. But like I said, I just... I just took it in or something like that. Yeah. It didn't... Did you, you only studied English? Were you speaking any other language? Did you have to learn uh, Mandarin? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, we had to study a second language, so we had a choice. Mm-hmm. So I studied Malay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't study, Mandarin was too difficult. Yes. Yeah, and... Uh, so you did English and Malay? Yeah. Never spoke Mandarin? No. I tried learning a little bit then, but I found it too difficult, so I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I did Any of your brothers or sisters speak it? My elder sister studied. How did she study Mandarin? No, my 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 brother he studied Mandarin, but I don't think he speaks now because he was in the army, and I think he had to study Mandarin, so he did. Mm-hmm. But I don't know whether he speaks. But he did study. What were your family's values as you were growing up? Uh, well, my parents were. Um, I would call them godly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father, he he had a picture of his Indian God and Christ in the house. Yeah. And every morning he would pray. Mm-hmm. I'd say that. 
And then... Uh, was he a Hindu or...? I, I, I really don't know. Yeah. Because he, he, he left India as a young man. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, he, came, he came to Singapore and then he met my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I I don't know, but I, I see him praying, and uh, we also I also remember we had an altar. Uh, it's more along the Catholic lines. Yeah. Yeah. So we had an altar, and we would say the rosary. Is as that from a your mom? From your mom's side, or still from your dad's? I mean, as a family, we did it. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but my mom, she went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. She went to a convent school in Singapore. She in was Singapore. educated in a convent school. Yeah. So, so she was born in Singapore or she came? No, she no, she was born in Singapore. Okay. My father was from India. And then growing up, we would, on Saturdays, we would go to mainland uh, Singapore. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, where they would do the shopping. Yeah. Yes. So we go to Teka Market. I don't, yeah. You don't know. But, uh, okay, where they buy the meat, the veggies, and so on. And then we'll go to the novena mm-hmm. every Saturday. But for kids, we take turns. We can't all go. So, sure. okay, this, this week is your turn. Next week, somebody else's turn like that. Yeah. But my parents will go every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, was faith a value in your home? I mean, was your dad the faithful man or he was just praying? Do, do you have, how do you see him? I, he prayed and uh, I, uh, he, I think he, 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 he lived what he believed in. Mm-hmm. He, he was very forgiving. Nice. Yeah, he was really good because I, I remember one incident because um, he's uh, allergic to penicillin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so he had a doctor and all his medical records had that. Stamp. Stamp, you know? And so one day this this his this doctor he, he's from the mainland, he came gave my father a call or he came and says, Come in, I have a new drug for you. Yeah. You know, I have a new drug. So my father went and he knows this man knows he has bad, he's allergic and so on. And so he went and he took the thing on the way out, he felt sick. Yeah. So he went back. He said, What did you give me? You know, he made a mistake. He gave him yeah, penicillin. Uh, I don't know what he did and so on. I remember, so my father came home and I remember standing outside the house. I think I didn't go to school because he was inside and my mother was there and we had called a, a lady, a massage lady to come in yes. to do the massage. Yeah. And I waited and I waited until, you know, then we said, okay, he's out of danger. Yeah. And that was frightening for me. I think yeah. I was maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I was still very young. So, but my father, he he just forgave the man. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he, well, he made a mistake or something. Yeah. So I saw that, you know, and same, and we, we had, and we had, he, 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 he loved his garden. We, we all helped to, you know, we had a beautiful garden along the main road. Yeah. So much so that, the, the the street was named Gardenia Lane after his garden, you know. Wow. We were so proud of it and we were all so happy. We were carrying, we were watering every evening and yeah, watering the the thing and so on. And one morning we woke up 
all the trees, all the plants, all the flowers got slashed. Oh. Somebody came in at night and slashed everything. <laughs> what do you do? That's harsh. Yeah, what do you do? All right, he's, we didn't, I don't know, we, we suspected some, uh, someone. Yeah. But, but my parents say, I mean, they didn't want to do anything about it. They didn't yeah. want revenge. They didn't, no. you know. I said, <laughs> now I'm thinking, well, so, yeah, so I, 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 so they always taught us to be forgiving. Yeah. Forgive and forget, my mother always says. Forgive mm. and forget. Because we are 10, we always fight. We are always, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and so on. So, and. As children uh, do. Yeah. So, so forgive and forget. Forgive, you know, things like that. And, and, and uh, my, my youngest was very young. He was still a baby. So it's the older ones, my father would teach. Yeah. He would get, um, he would get uh, sticks. Yeah. And then he'll give, okay, one each. Yeah. Now you break it. Okay. Then he took another bundle. Now you break it. They can't. Yes. So he's teaching unity, you know. Yeah. You have to take care of one another. Yeah. You have your differences and so on. But when things go wrong, you still, you know, you still are brothers and sisters. You're one blood. Yeah. And he taught my brother, he says, no smoking, no drinking, no gambling. Because yeah. he, he did... As a young man, he smoked and yeah. he um, and he drank yeah. and he had pressure and things like that. And he knew he yes. So he taught them, mm -hmm. and these are things I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and uh, he also taught us, especially my older brothers, don't be rude to your mother. Nice. I, I remember that. Nice. <laughs> don't be rude. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do. So these are things that uh, we grew up with. Beautiful. You know, um, yeah, um, respect respect the elders, respect one another. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we, you know, we, we still have our, you know, quarrels and so on, but yeah, but yeah. So in your teenage years, what did you decide to do? Uh, what, what career were you going to? Uh, I didn't really think about it, but... I told myself, I do not know why. I told myself, Pushpa, never be a teacher. <laughs> Serious. I don't know why I told myself, never be a teacher. And I ended up being a teacher. <laughs> so you went yeah. to a teacher's college? Or? Yes, I did. I did. I finished uh, high school. I went to uni. I went to, I went to the teacher's college and I taught school in Singapore. What uh, yeah. were you teaching primary school or at secondary? Secondary. Yeah. What subject? Uh, English, geography, and then and at one stage they introduced uh, religious knowledge. Yeah. So I taught the Bible. Yeah. Where did you learn the Bible? <laughs> they gave us the books. Oh. And we was... just yeah we followed the books and we okay. just taught. Okay. What was you, have you began your faith journey or not yet at that time? Uh, in the school? Yes, I, I had. I would have that. How did yes. you begin that? Uh, what? Your faith journey. Oh, okay. Um, I was maybe late teens or something. My brother-in-law, now he's my brother-in-law. At that time he wasn't. He was a distant cousin. He went into the army, he became a Christian, mm -hmm. and then he came to my house. Uh, he came on a regular basis. 
I don't know, one, two, three, sometimes, I don't know how many nights a week he came and he shared. Mm-hmm. He shared his faith, he shared, and he would read the Bible, he shared his faith with us. My sister, who's now his wife, my older sister, yeah. and then myself, I think another sister, and I think some neighbors, yeah. you know, we were a group. And uh, so he was sharing. And at that time, in Singapore, we were having lots of revival meetings, you yeah. know? Lots and lots. So he would bring us there. Mm-hmm. He, he had the car, so he just we all went in. And we went for revival meeting after revival meeting. And uh, I think, and uh, yeah, uh, the word he was sharing must have got to me. And um, during the revival meetings, God touched me. You know, I had a need, yeah. Uh, so I went there with a need. God, you know, looking, uh, yeah, so I was... You know, I went with a with a motive, with a need, yeah. and God <laughs> touched me, and and um, and uh, yeah, and when God touched me, I received the Holy Spirit first. Uh-huh. You know, I received the Holy Spirit, and and every time we are there, we are we are we are crying. I'm crying. I don't know yeah. what the rest. I didn't watch them. Yeah, uh, I was just crying and crying and just unburdening myself. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think the Spirit of God was showing me a lot of things. I don't remember now, but I just remember crying and crying and unburdening and and uh, finally, um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I I, I received the Lord mm-hmm. and uh, went for water baptism. Yeah. Yeah, so... And your parents? Did they didn't mind? Oh, no. No? No, they, uh, they were... They were Christians, weren't they? Were they Christians? No, I, I, my mom was, but my dad, let me see, at that time, I think, my, oh no, my father had already passed away. Oh. Yeah, yeah, uh, my father died um, when I was around 12, I think, yeah, yeah, I was around 12. What happened? He had an accident, he, um, um, yeah, he had an accident, he went to Malaysia, and um, he went on his motor. He he tried to borrow a helmet, but that person refused to lend him. So he went, and on the way back, he I don't know what happened. He hit he hit a tree, and he died on the spot. They mm. say they said he died on the spot, and they brought the body back. And yeah, so yeah, so. Uh, so we moved house. After that, we had to move house and move house and move house because things got, uh, I mean, yeah, it gets difficult because my mom never worked. She didn't know how to, yeah, earn. So my sister had to go to work after school immediately to help support. Is there social care in uh, mm, Singapore? No, no, no. We don't have, we don't have all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was hard, but, but, but I think God was with us. We, we yeah. all survived. And, and your your mother became a Christian, like a my my mother was yeah she came to church with us she came mm-hmm. to the Christian church with us she came and I think she was baptized if I'm not mistaken yeah she came and we were all there uh, yeah we went to that church and then we changed to another church the second church she came to yeah because it's near our house yeah so. Yeah, so she, she, yeah, she came to church, yeah. I think did, she did she remarry or not? No, she never remarried. 
Hmm. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Uh, we are also uh, very very um, uh, appreciative and really really respect her for for it because she she was widowed young. Yeah. Yeah, and she must have been in her forties. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, really very difficult. Early forties, I think. Yeah, hmm. it was difficult for her, but she um, no. But I, I believe and eleven children because she ten. Oh, ten children. Yeah, she she believed in God. She had yeah. a strong faith. Yeah. Now I believe she had a strong faith. It is her her faith in God that uh, kept her going and uh, um, gave her the strength. Yeah. To and she she not only um, she not only had ten children because I remember when we went to to school and she she. She actually adopted another another child. Wow! Yeah, her heart is very big. Yeah. Yeah. When same uh, when we were in Sing in Singapore, and uh, we had we had um, we had uh, uh, we had she she's she's my sister actually she's my adopted sister now. Yeah. She'd come during holidays. She'd come and 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 just stay with us. You know. Yeah. So we had. Anyone could just come in and uh, be part of the family, come and go, come and go. My, my yeah. brother's friends will come, can stay and go, you know. Yes. So my parents had big hearts. They they just welcomed uh, anyone. And and so we, we had, yeah. People. So uh, you started working in Singapore. Uh, were you still yeah. staying with your, uh, with your mom or were you staying on your own now? Uh, when I started working... Teaching. I start yeah first I was, I was still staying with my mom and then later I I moved to uh, my own place yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah later I moved up. what happened next about what <laughs> uh, ministry when did you begin ministry uh, when uh, okay uh, so I was I was in Singapore and um, Yes, uh, so I was yeah we we had we had changed church I think, and so yeah I was still um, yeah going with the Lord and uh, I, I, what helped so many things happened but uh, because this church that I went to I I, I told you we we had um, revivals and so on so. Um, they were very into the uh, the Holy Spirit, the move of the Holy Spirit, and so on. We would we would uh, have what what they called Terry meetings, mm-hmm. you know. So from seven or eight in the in the evening, right up to maybe ten, eleven, we'd be tearing for the Holy Spirit and so on. And yeah. we had the Spirit of God uh, uh, come and uh, yeah, and and I, I remember once yeah receiving. Uh, receiving like a vision yes. you know and I didn't know what it was and after that I went up told my the assistant pastor and he interpreted and it came to pass kind of thing yeah you know and so so I went to yeah so God was good because I went I, I yeah during yeah it was during it was during one of these meetings I just I just uh felt uh, that I had a calling on my life. Yeah. You know, that's where I felt that I wanted to serve God. Yes. During one of these meetings, I, 
I just knew that, okay, that I was going to serve God. Mm. What? And so I didn't know anything about that uh, after that. So I just continued with my life like normal. Yeah. You know, I went on and went to went to teach and so on and so forth. And then um, one day, one one day, one night, I can't remember it. One night, then one night, I had a dream. Yeah, I had a dream. Um, and in my dream, I, I, I saw uh, this land all parched and dry. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, uh, and, and then I woke up and then I went to sleep and then I saw um, uh, uh, grains just growing up and, and, yeah. and, and yellow and ripe to harvest. Yes. And then I, I woke up again and I said, what's happening? I went back to sleep. I had the same dream. Yeah. Three times. I said, God, what are you trying to tell me? Are you yeah. trying to show me something? You know. Mm. Then, then the verse came. The, 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 the Bible verse came. The, uh, the, the, the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Yeah. You know? so, so I said, okay, God, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. So I, I went to my pastor. He's an American pastor at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still in America. I think he's maybe he's 80s or something. Yeah, 80s, 90s, I think. And, and I, I told him, I said, you know, Pastor, I think, um, I, I, I think God uh, has called me to, into ministry, but I don't know what to do. You're my pastor. You have to tell me, yeah. you know, what, what do I do? I, I, I don't know anything. So he, um, so he did, uh, <coughs> I, I, he 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 knew a friendship bridge in America. This mm-hmm. is an organization. They had the ministry in Vietnam, I think. Yeah. So he he contacted them, and then finally he came to me. He says, "Okay, um, I fixed for you to go to Vietnam for six months. You know, uh, just go and see." How old were you at this stage? Mid twenties, late twenties. Maybe, maybe. Oh, it was nineteen. I went to Vietnam in 1993. So he made a list of things I had to prepare, you know? Yes. You, you need this much for, for, for rent. You need this, 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 this yeah. one long list. Um, oh, okay. I knew, I, I sometimes like I always say ignorance is bliss. I was ignorant. <laughs> I just trusted him. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I was trusting God more. Okay, I'll, I'll just go. I got everything ready. And I went at the airport. My brother met his friend. And his friend had a had a business, a shoemaking business in Vietnam. Yes. And he told my his friend, uh, please help to look after her. Okay, I don't know him. Never mind. I went. So, and at the airport, somebody gave me. I think I told this story, right? Probably yes. Yeah. Somebody gave me a a, a, radio, a transistor radio with a with a cassette tape, you know, yes. a, a, a slot for your cassette and so on. It was nice pink and okay. So I carried it. Okay, we went, and. And uh, when we got to the airport, the other side, 
<laughs> and uh, oh, I, no, I was asked to carry Bibles, Vietnamese, oh, yeah. Vietnamese uh, Bibles. Bibles. Yeah. Yes, because there was the underground church. Yeah. Yeah. They knew I was going. Yeah. So this pastor, he had his connections. Sure. So he says, send your bag to them. They will pack the Bibles and all, and then uh, you just carry the bag and go. Okay. So I went. I knew nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Could have packed anything in there. <laughs> so I went, and then uh, we went through, and uh, and this guy. You know, they were pack, they were checking every bag. And I was sure. like, oh my, I have got the Bible, you know. But I, I, I was too... Naive. Naive, correct, yeah. I was too naive to know anything. Never mind, just go. Now I look around. My brother's friend got called into the room. He got called in. Yeah. I said, none of my business. <laughs> this is my business. So the guy, he was a young guy. He saw this. He was more interested in, in that. So yeah. he took that away? There you. No. He just looked at it. He says, do you have this? Does this work? Yeah. Um, do you have a tape? I said, let me look. I looked through my bag. I couldn't find. Sorry, I can't find the tape. He said, it's okay. You can go. So I took everything and I went. Praise God. You see? Yeah. So, um, yeah, ignorance is bliss. God, God was good. He, he was. So I knew that his hand was upon me. Yeah. And so, so those ladies who came from, because I was going to the National Pediatric Hospital, number one mm-hmm. in there, I was supposed to, uh, teach English yes. to those doctors and the nurses. Yes. Yeah. And later... Oh, so you went uh, with the job there. Mm. And, and, and later, uh, I found out that they were preparing for their major exams, major um, government exams. Yes. Okay, so I went. So um, so I thought, I mean, it's already night. I'm yeah. supposed to find a house. I have no house. What am I supposed to do? But I didn't think about it. Yeah. When I left Singapore, I knew I had to find a house, I had to rent a house and, you know, buy yeah. cutlery and uh, pots and pens and everything. I was all prepared and it was night time. What was happening? So the nurses came, brought me and brought me to the hospital, met the, uh, the, the, the chief. Yeah, the chief. And she was a lady, she sat there. So I just, she asked me some questions. I talked to her. I, I don't even remember what I said. I, yeah. I, and then finally, she told her, her her chief nurse to prepare a room for me. In the hospital? Yeah. Uh, prepare a room right on top because it was aircon. Beautiful. Mm. The whole building, Yeah. me alone right on top. Yeah. You know, during the day, they have clinics below. Yes. Yeah. But at night, I'm all alone up there. <laughs> Ghost. Yeah, serious. It's a true ghost there. Yeah. Really? I found ghost out. building. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so I went, yeah, so she, they were providing me the room. And yeah. because it was aircon, and they provided me a meal. Wonderful. Yeah, one meal. And uh, so I had to pay maybe, I don't know, $5, a, a small sum. Yeah. You know, for, 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 the, for the aircon, she yeah. said. I said, no problem, I can yeah. prepare for more, for more than that. So, yeah, so, so I went up there, no problem. So uh, it was good. And I had the, some of my students come to the room and we would uh, read the Bible and pray and teach them, you know, because uh, it's a communist country outside yes. Japan. So, so they wanted to learn. Okay. And also for them to improve their English. Sure. So I, I didn't even have the opportunity to learn Vietnamese because no. it was always the other way. You were in an island yeah. kind of a yeah. cluster. So, yeah, but you know, uh, this ghosting is real because, no, <laughs> seriously, I was, I, I, I was 
I, I don't remember when this happened. I was lying down, I was sleeping. And we have this um, um, mos- mosquito net, right? Yes. So I was sleeping, and then uh, all of a sudden, this face, you know, this, this face came through the mosquito net and looked at me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, 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 a boy's face mm-hmm. and reminded me of one of, the, the, uh, one of my nurse's sons mm-hmm. that they stayed around there. So, so I, I said, I called out his name. I said, I don't know whether it was verbal or not. What yeah. are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be in my room, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And then I realized, hey, this whole place is locked. No, no way he no can come in. No way. What is this? So finally I just prayed. I said, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> the blood of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus. You know, I went on and on. The blood of Jesus covers me in the name of Jesus. You know, get away and so on. And eventually it left. Wow. Okay, it went. And then I went out and those boys, it's so funny. Those boys started, you know, uh, poking fun at me. He says, and I said, oh, when you go home, the ghost will go home with you. You oh, because you, you shared that with them. You told them I that? did not. Oh, no. I, I don't understand. Hey, how come all of a sudden you go home, the ghost will, will go home with you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, hey, this is weird. So finally, and then I told them, I said, oh, no, the ghost will go home with you. The ghost doesn't come with me. It goes home with you. And then finally I asked the, <laughs> asked the nurses, I said, oh, what? What's did the story? something happen? You know, apparently somebody died. There. In the room. In that room, on that bed, somebody yeah. died. Oh. There. And the, it's a familiar spirit. So, oh. I, so I begin to learn about familiar spirits. Okay. Familiar spirits take, can take the form of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So familiar spirit. Okay, no problem. I know how to deal with this. Yeah. But I had an experience because when I first became a Christian and then uh, we were staying in, in this house, this uh, uh, all of us, we were all there in this house, and I slept outside on the couch because there were so many of us. So you got to choose your own place. Somebody some chose this. They went into the rooms. So I preferred to sleep on the couch. And I'm sleeping, and at night, my legs get pulled. Oh. Pulled. What's happening? And something, sometimes, you know, oh. choking, pulling, choking. What? I'm struggling. And I'm beginning, at first I didn't know, I was new, yeah. but I, I knew about the blood of Jesus. I mean, yeah. this, this, this church we go to, uh, they teach us, they taught sure. us the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, yeah. you know, there's power, yeah. you're covered, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So with this, this, I just went, the blood of Jesus, and so on, and went on, and on, and on, and on. And, and this went on for many days, many hmm. nights. And hey, what is happening? And I didn't want to tell them because yeah. I didn't want to scare them. Yeah. Yes. And then later we found out that somebody had died in the room. Mm-hmm. You see, and uh, somebody had died in the room, and it's the spirit. Yeah. Mm. So okay. So, uh, <laughs> God, I don't know what you're trying to teach me. Maybe you know, strengthen me, and you know, okay, there is the spirit world, and I don't have to be afraid. You know, and uh, I can, you know, when I, I can, I can tell, yeah. you know, if, you know, and yeah, so no problem. So when, yeah, so 
And so this one came again, so I was, okay, now it's familiar spirits. Mm. All these dead spirits. Wow. <laughs> Freaky. So, uh, I, so I'm after not six afraid. months, how I'm long did you afraid. spend in in uh, uh, Vietnam? Six months, six months in Vietnam. And then you returned back to Singapore. Yes, I, I returned, and then I, because that was '93. Because in '94 I came to Australia. Yeah, in '94 I came. I came. What into brought Australia. you here? Uh, okay, because my mother, my sisters. Um, some of my brothers were already here, yeah. and I was single. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my mother says, "You are single. You cannot stay in Singapore alone. Come." And my sister, you know, but I had other brothers and sisters in Singapore. But and they said, you, "You, you also better come." And so I said, "Okay." So finally, I came. Yeah, uh, I came to Australia. Yeah. So in '94. What city? Uh, Perth. To Perth. Yeah. yeah to Perth. And then 1996, went to Cambodia with an Australian-based organization. I think in the Garda, yeah. you know, he, he knew how to Detour. move. He knew how to move us. He, he put us in the position where yeah. he wanted us, you sure. know, so we can go on and uh, I don't know, do uh, his will in our lives. I Wonderful. Think. You know, because, yeah, I mean, why? Yeah, I, I, I came. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so because um, the church that I went to, that I went, um, I attended, and then I finally went to Cambodia with, because the pastor he was in, he he went to Indonesia for a holiday. Yeah. He went to Indonesia for a holiday. He had an accident, mm. a motor accident, sent him to Singapore, and he met my, my I don't know how. He, he met my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law brought food and so on and so forth, and and my, and the pastor, yeah, you know the pastor who was my pastor, and uh, so on. And then he came back here. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when I came here, so I went to him. Yeah. And that was the connection. And this pastor, he had gone to. He had visited uh, Cambodia. Yes. And he brought all his. Uh, he took pictures and so on of the killing fields and so on. Yeah. And he came to our church. He visited uh, the church here in Perth. Yeah. And he showed all this and so on. And so the pastor, uh, he, I don't know, he, after some time he felt, because he, he's, he's a dentist. Yes. So he, he felt a calling to do medical in uh, Cambodia okay. after this. So, you know, okay, so he, he made the announcement that he's going to do medical. So I went to him, I said, I think, um, I think God wants me to go with you. I'm oh. coming with you. So I went. Yeah. Yeah. So they went, they went and I, yeah. So we went to Cambodia when he, he and his brother, when they went to Cambodia, they saw, um, they saw the children in a in a very uh, pitiful state, sure. you know. Yeah. Uh, so many of them at that time there were many orphans. There were yeah, many on um, the streets everywhere. Yeah, yeah. At that time, because after the uh, war and so on, and and so he he decided to do orphanage work. Yes. Yeah. So he went to orphanage. So we started the orphanage. We went in ninety six. Um, but we started the orphanage in 2000. Mm-hmm. So 96 to 2000, we were doing ministry in Phnom Penh. We were in Phnom Penh. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, we were, I mean, for me, it was learning the language, uh, doing um, um, 
uh, uh, networking, you yeah. know, getting all yeah things like that. And that's where that's where I met uh, Stanley actually in for the first time actually in Cambodia in yeah. at uh, one of the uh, organizations. So he was with an organization. We also knew them and our, our path crossed. That was so you learned to speak Khmer. Oh yes, 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 yes. I learned to speak Khmer. Yeah. Oh, Khmer. Yeah. Khmer, uh, Khmer also can. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So I, I, yeah. So if I can make a detour. Because I was, I went, I was going to my, I went to my class. You see, I, uh, um, I, 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 I went to the university to study uh, two years. Yes. Two year course. I think I only did one because I, I went. So I, I, I learned to ride my bicycle. Mm-hmm. You know. So I normally would cycle, but this particular morning, I think it was Friday. This particular morning, I just, I don't know why, I just decided not to cycle. I took the motor. Yeah. Yeah, I took the motor to, to class, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and I was sitting, I a, sitting and waiting for the teacher. And all of a sudden, I felt this, uh, uh, this, uh, this rush of heat yes. coming. Oh, then I said, hey, this is weird. This is, something's not right. Yeah. I packed my, my things. And the teacher walked in and I said, I'm going home. Yeah. So I took the motor home. I wouldn't be able to drive. I took the motor home. I went home and I went to sleep. I was hot. I was, so I, so I, told, I told the girl who was, she's a local. She, she took care of the house, took care of us. I said, I'm not well. I'm going to sleep. It's okay. I'm just sleeping. So I slept. And uh, so... So my, 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 my colleague, she, she got worried. So next day, they called for a local pastor. And uh, he came, and he was there, and I was here. And yeah. he could feel the heat. He said, oh. So he took me to the hospital. You Malaria? Know. No, he took me to the hospital, and I went. They took, and they said, oh, you got the flu. Go home. <laughs> so I went home, you know. No food, no drink. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was sick. I was foaming at my mouth. Yeah. No food, no drink, and I was just throwing up foam. I was really, I was like, I, I didn't know what was happening. So, and so another pastor came in. I said, "You have to take me to the hospital." He took me to the hospital, and this time I, I told the doctor, "I said, this is what's happening. This is what's happening to me." Okay, he took a blood test, dengue fever. Yeah. Oh, oh very nice. I, I didn't know anything, no. So my blood count was low, mm-hmm. uh, so I went in. I went back. So, Infusion. No, uh, in Cambodia, nothing. Oh. Nothing. So after two days, three days, I had to go back, go back for 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 test again. Test, and it was not easy because I was sitting on a motor. Yeah. At the back of the motor is a pastor. I trust him. You yes. Know? And uh, and I and I told myself, if somebody just touches me, I'll fall over. Yeah. No worries. I had no strength. control, no strength. My mind was, I don't know where. It's like, yeah. I, I felt like a zombie. And then we went, and at that time, lots of protests and so on. You know, detour, detour, detour. So I finally got there. And then, and then finally they called my colleague and said, you either send her to Singapore or you send her to Bangkok. We cannot do anything. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, her blood comes to... Okay, 
So they pack everything for me, brought to me the to airport. the airport. They are walking. <laughs> I heard an announcement. You know, I thought, and I, like somebody's sick or something, go here or go there or something. I, yeah. I heard it, but meant nothing to me. I just went, got there. I told the told the flight stewardess, I said, I'm going home because I'm not well. Okay, you sit down, you sit down here, no problem. So I was there. Next minute, she woke me up. We are already there. <laughs> you know, I slept through. I didn't know what's happening. I got out. My brother was there. In Singapore. Ambulance there with my niece. Took me to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> my mom was in Perth. All flew to Singapore. Oh. Yeah, because my brother-in-law, the doctor told him. This is this is very, Yes. I mean, why? I mean, and I heard it. Yeah. It's a matter of love and death. Her, her blood clown is, yeah. So I, so I was like, oh, I might die. It's okay, I'm back home. <laughs> I am safe. No, I just felt safe. Yeah. It didn't, I didn't. I was, but anyway, I stayed in the hospital maybe about uh, a, a week. Yes. And then towards the end, then they gave me one. Yeah. And then uh, they put me through tests, test the liver, all the, def- you know, to make sure nothing is uh, affected. And then... I went out. Oh. But you feel weak, uh, yeah, after some time, and, but now nah, I'm good. And then and you then. returned back to Cambodia? Yeah, I did. I did. I did return. So in good. Cambodia, you were a part of an orphanage? You were yes. teaching children? Yes. Not I, just English, you were uh, also caring for them, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, actually, I, I, I helped to set it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I helped to set set the the uh, orphanage up. So I I helped to um, uh, to hire the staff. Yeah, bring the children in. We mm-hmm. had a procedure. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get children in, because we were taking children affected by AIDS. Oh. You know, and then uh, so we had a procedure. We had to test them before we brought them in. Yeah. Yeah, because we had sick children and so on and so forth. But I thank God because we also had a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a she's a nurse from Ireland. And mm-hmm. her husband is uh, from England, so they were there. Yeah, they were uh, full time. Uh, yeah, full time there, there, looking after the health of the children. Yes. So I so when we had them there and uh, had a a local to run the place, yeah, train her. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so so I freed myself to do more admin and so on and so forth because uh, we wanted to so the the. The vision to have medical clinics was still there. Yes. So what what we did is I I, I became the liaison person there. Mm-hmm. So went to the different clinics. Yes. And uh, and uh, started uh, I mean just opened the door for for us to go in and uh, have medical clinics because because every village had a a, a medical uh, register. No, they had a. It's it's like a medical clinic, okay? What yes. do you call it? Okay, but they they didn't have uh, full time doctors. They didn't yes. have qualified doctors, and they didn't have many uh, a lot of yes. medicine and so on and so forth. So what the organization did is they employed qualified local doctors to travel. Yeah, no, they were local doctors there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We 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 provided them a transport. Yes. We went and we picked them up. Yeah. Brought them to this one, bought the medicines for yeah. them. And they went, yeah, yeah, and they went, and uh, it was good. 
and we had quite a number of clinics and or, or, yeah and so yeah so we did that we yeah the orphanage and yeah, uh, yeah did, did quite a lot of uh, stuff Wonderful. yeah it was it was good now you never married no why <laughs> why i i don't know i chose not to maybe did you have a boyfriend ever uh oh i don't want to say <laughs> how many did you have no not many not many no. so um why didn't you get married i mean i never felt the need never felt no, the future yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Somewhere along the line, I just told myself uh, I didn't want the I, I I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. You glad you made that choice? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, uh, I can go anywhere I want. I can do whatever I want, and uh, <laughs> free spirit. Yeah, we, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, are you looking forward to go back to Cambodia once the? Yes. Uh, Borders I, are open again. Yes, I, 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 do want to go back, but I, because right now we have we have a, a couple, a local couple running, yes. and I think they're doing a fantastic job. And mm -hmm. um, actually, how many years did you spend in Cambodia? Twenty odd years. Wow. Yeah. It's like a. But this is the second, uh, the the first orphanage. This is a this is a, a home. A, yes. A different home now. Okay. Yeah. So. So um, yeah, so so actually, our, our, our vision is more okay to to uh, equip the locals yes and let them run of course yeah you know they they, they so you you go back as a visitor now not so as a I, as a living yeah I I go back missionary. yeah maybe not to live in to to go there and encourage or yeah uh, you know see what I can do. Hmm. Not not hands on because I was very 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 hands on. Active. Very, seriously. Wonderful. Yeah, very hands on and yeah. So now uh, yeah maybe. Tell us a story about a child that came through and um, with AIDS has survived um, and yeah. is is doing well. Maybe married. Yeah. Um, you see, the first my first uh, encounter with the AIDS child was this one. We had this family, the boy, the brother, brother, sister, and the younger brother. This one was, the youngest one was five. So they came to us, and, and this small one, he had sores all over. Yeah. You know, he had sores. And I was given the task of uh, cleaning him up. Yeah. I, I didn't know he had AIDS. I didn't know what AIDS was. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. But I was told, okay, take him to the bathroom and... and, and Get him ready, you know. Yeah. So I took him, and and then they told me, oh, you take, yeah, you wear these gloves, okay. <laughs> I, I okay. I was very obedient, which yes. is very very unlike, not like me. So, yeah. but anyway, so so I was cleaning, and the sister came and said, oh, I'm glad you are wearing gloves because my brother has AIDS. I said, AIDS? Who told you she has AIDS? My mother told me. I said, oh, okay. So I just cleaned him up and so on, and then. How old was the the boy? About five, okay. yeah, and uh, so he so he went okay, and uh, now he is he should be twenty, twenty seven, twenty eight or something. Okay. Yes, and uh, he is studying to be a a, a, a civil engineer. Whoa. His brother, yeah, his brother is a civil engineer. 
One. See, the brother doesn't have AIDS. Yes. The sister didn't have because we we sent all three for tests. Test. And uh, the sister, she leapt for joy. She literally leapt for joy when she found out, found out she didn't have mm-hmm. because she was so sure she had because she was looking after him. Yeah. You know? And uh, he was the only one. So, but anyway, um, yeah, so uh, so he's, he's studying and, and the brother is helping him in his studies. Wonderful. So, yeah. And, and the brother has his own little business. Yes. Uh, and uh, so uh, he works for the brother from time to time oh. when he has, he's putting up buildings and he sends me photos. Hey, look, oh, I say, oh, good for what you. What a beautiful story. No, yeah, because, because this boy, yes. this boy that I'm talking about, he, 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 has, he has a heart. Yeah. You know, he's married, he has two kids. And he's the one who prayed for me that I'll be a hundred. Hallelujah. Yeah. And he's the one who also prayed the, I think he was so the one. So the boy with the AIDS, he's got two children. Oh, no, 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 no. He's his not brother. married. His brother. Okay, his brother. Yeah. No, this one is not married. I don't yeah. know. But he's bigger size than his brother now. <laughs> because he's been on the... Um, Medicine. ARV drugs. Yeah. I think he's still on ARV drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So he's bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And the brother says, look at him, he's bigger than I. I say, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> but he looks after him. Wonderful. You know, he, um, he, he, he um, I think he even helped to pay part of his uh, uni um, fees Peace. and so on and so forth. He, he was good, uh, yeah. Because, uh, because I, I, he, he, he remembered, he remembered me telling him, you know, God brought you here you know, for a purpose. Yes. Yes. To equip you yeah. so that you can help others. Mm-hmm. You know? That's beautiful. He, he, he threw it back at me. Yeah. <laughs> he threw it back at me. You remember? I said, yeah. And I remember walking because we were, we were in the village. Yeah. And there was nothing to do. Yeah. In the evenings, nothing to do. You know, they were bored and there was sure. a hill. And I would take them up the hill, you know, yeah. to tire them out, go home and sleep. We go walking all around. Yeah. We walk around village after village. And this boy, I don't know who the village head is. I don't know the other villagers. And we're walking. And this village head is saying, hi, you know, calling yeah. out his name. And I ask him. Everybody knew him. Yeah. I said, who is he? Oh, he's the Mr. So-and-so, uh, the village head. I said, you know something? I said, one day you should be a politician. Yeah, you know everybody. <laughs> yeah. I said, you know everybody. He is such a well. He's Health a talker, yeah. Person. Yeah, he is. He still is. He's, That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. What a beautiful lesson. Yeah. So Pushpa, um, just as we close uh, this uh, um, show, um, what's what's a legacy you'd like to pass on to the generations that come after you? What's what's something you'd like the people to be to remember you by? I, uh, I, I, I see. I'm I'm looking at. I'm still thinking about uh, Micah 6 8 God 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 uh, by his grace and his mercies would yeah um, help me to act justly love mercy and walk humbly before God mm. and uh, my other favorite verses um, I had it Isaiah forty thirty one, wait upon the Lord and God will renew your strength. I believe God renews my strength every day. 
The yeah. older I get, the stronger I'll be. If I'm going, I told the Lord, if I'm going to live up to 100, yeah. I have to be strong. I have to be. <laughs> or else, forget about being 100. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, this boy you're talking about, because one day, because to get to the orphanage, I had to take a van, yeah. I take a motor, a van, and a motor in. Yeah. And and this boy, he, he he has a he has a heart, you know. Yes. So he saw me going like this, and then he prayed, God, give the call me Nyakru Pushpa, Nyakru yeah. please bless Nyakru Pushpa with a helicopter, <laughs> so she can she doesn't have to you know travel like this. So when I think about the helicopter, I transform it into the eagle. Yes. Yeah, I know. I say, God, I don't need a helicopter. <laughs> Let me be that eagle, Lord. Yes. You know, I don't need that helicopter. Now yeah. the eagle would be lifting. Yeah, lifting up, lifting me up, and bringing me where I need to go to serve you, Lord. You yeah. know. I think, I think I it's lovely are. that you have that patience to wait upon the Lord to lift you at the right time in the right place. Yes. A lot of people don't have that patience. I think the fact that you were raised, you know, in a large family where you had to learn patience. <laughs> and then, you know, through all your years, uh, both in Singapore and then in Vietnam, in Cambodia, that ability to wait upon the Lord, to be precisely where He wants you to be, I think it's a strength of yours, a spiritual strength, and that is beautiful. And we've seen mm -hmm. that here as well, okay. that ability that, uh, you know, the resilience to just hang in there. I think it's oh, really yes. beautiful. Hanging I think, there. I think we're mm -hmm. going to call this this particular show waiting upon the lawn with Pushpa. So <laughs> it's going to be great. Thank you so much for Thank sharing you. your life story here at King of Stories from Down Under. <laughs> what a beautiful inspiration. What a beautiful life. You know, somebody taken by the Lord from a non-Christian family, transformed, renewed, and then taken to a foreign land to bless the most vulnerable of them all, the children, the orphans that are suffering from AIDS. And for 20 years, she invested her life into loving and caring for these beautiful souls. What a powerful testimony. And today, she's still here, and she's still waiting upon the Lord for the next chapter. I don't know what the Lord is calling you to do in this season of life. Maybe it's a season of waiting. Maybe it's a season when the Lord has already spoken to you, and you're just hesitating, taking that step, whatever it is. I pray that you make the shift, the shift that the Lord has called you to do. And if you need to wait, just wait a bit longer. But if you were called to go, go and let the Lord bless you. Yes. We thank you for being part of Kingdom Stories from Down Under with us today. And if you love this content, please share it around, distribute it as far and as wide as possible. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. We love the five stars that we are receiving. Uh, also comment, uh, send us some feedback, and uh, yeah, join us again next time on Kingdom Stories from Down Under. Thank you for joining us on Kingdom Stories from Down Under. We'd love it if you would subscribe, rate, and share these stories with your wider community. And remember, every story is worth sharing, including yours.